You're listening to the Amber Wetterer. <laughs> And bar humbug. It is. We're sat here covered in tinsel. There's <laughs> a new stud still too long in your house and you got decorated like a Christmas tree because you were married to a crazy person who decorated a tree and undecorated it and redecorated the new tree. <laughs> Mid June. <laughs> In fairness, I I thought she was decorating next year's tree, but she started the redecoration of this year's tree. <laughs> But it's because you move to a house where she can't rearrange the furniture every three days. <laughs> yeah, she got a, a big, a big truck. <laughs> That's it. I I want to rearrange my living room, so I don't have the time to do it. I get this girl. Fake less hassle with pine needles and whatnot. And then I don't have to get rid of it at the end. Yeah, <laughs> or they're just left on the side of the road. <laughs> It does. Yeah, 
Excellent. Well, I was taking down the, the decorations out of the attic. My sister moved to London during the summer, so we have all her stuff. So, out of the small forest of Christmas trees in the attic. <laughs> yeah. Was, and because her place was small, it was here anyway. But uh, there's four Christmas trees in the attic. Yeah. Yes, I miss them. They do. It is, but then you live in a small place, you've nowhere to store this crap for 11 months. Yeah, so we throw it in the attic. Kind like that. It's a Christmas deed. <laughs> yes. It's just me. We've been interrupted and now we're back <laughs> again. <laughs> this large lad in a red red outfit wanted directions. Not know, but we did chase away the carolers. <laughs> <laughs> No, especially with the, at the small children. <laughs> yeah, small children. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. The, the kids made room for it, but that granny at the back was creeping closer. Yeah. Christmas based facts. Peter Falls. <laughs> Children. <laughs> In New York City, definitely didn't exist. <laughs> were five, you didn't count as an orphan anymore, you're fully grown. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So if you're on the, the B&I ferry bomb the holly head and you steal some pick and mix. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to try that next time you go in you, you can order the, the dinner in the first 20 minutes otherwise dinner is closed it's very weird yeah <laughs> 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 
uh, all the gifts in the 12 days of Christmas in equal how many? Yes? Uh, uh, I can't do the maths quickly. Yeah, 133. No, I'll be no higher. 354 gifts. Alright. Uh, next time we listen to that uh, song Father Jack sings, I'm going to do maths. <laughs> I, love, I love that song. It's the best Christmas song going. I do. <laughs> I'm going to say the fictional man who lives in the North Pole can do that. There is. We might as well. Trading Places, starring Dan Aykroyd and Jamie oh. Lee Curtis. And Eddie Murphy. And, yeah, yeah there was... There was, yeah, there back was, when he was funny. There was some nigger in it who was never going to run a company. Man, that film was racial. It was. Holy and, shit. Uh, homophobic. Um, Busted out faggot a couple of times. Yeah, true, actually. I, I didn't think it was a show how, uh, how fucking alert I was, but yeah. no, I... But I was too mesmerised by Jamie Lee Curtis's tits. Yeah, I do recall him saying faggot opinions, but I just thought the bit where they're in the toilet where Eddie Murphy kind of gets wind of their plan. Yeah, and it's just standing on the tracks eating a cigarette. Yeah, yeah a giant, no less, because obviously he's black, he likes drugs. <laughs> but um, no, it's just, it just came out of nowhere, because mm. like, for the rest of the film, like, there wasn't really anything that bad up to that point. It was just like, yeah, you're going to let a nigger run this company? It's just like, whoa, did he say the N-word? Although I think it was trumped then by Dan Aykroyd coming in with blackface. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, that was racist. Like, putting on the worst Jamaican accent and all. Like, oh man, it was just... You just watched it kind of on. holy fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. only Robbie, Robert Downey Jr. can get away with that now. Yeah, yeah, Tropic Thunder <laughs> fucking money. But, um... What you call it? I was working it out and Jamie Lee Curtis was 25 while making oh, that film. Excellent. And she looked fucking good. She did. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Love me some <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. So this Carola is the, would say. the not we're not going to talk about trading places. We're just going to talk about Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis and her perfect tits. Uh, for fear of you that's know, that's your perfect Christmas present. Oh man, that's so good. She's just. I'm going to say as close to perfect as a set of tits could be. Not too big. Not too small. They're just. The, the, the like right uh, trajectory from the third bowl of porridge. They're like what? <laughs> like the third bowl of porridge. <laughs> Just like the third. <laughs> yeah, they're exactly like the third bowl of porridge. They are the third bowl of porridge, the third stool, and the third bed combined. Honest to God, they are so perfect. They're just soft enough, just sweet enough, hmm. and just firm enough. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'd get a touch of pneumonia if she jumped into bed beside me. Oh, man, I, I would happily suffer pneumonia. Ebola. I, I would take on anything. I mean, I, I will take on all comers of diseases if I thought Jamie Lee Quarters topless was going to be what is the fucking cure. 
Shit, man, if you told me, like, you know, you want to go back to your Eddie Murphy fucking homophobic ways, man, give me fucking AIDS. Give me your <laughs> give me your gay 80s AIDS fucking Eddie Murphy raw style. And I will fucking, I'll gladly accept it if Jamie Lee Curtis cuddling up to me topless is the cure. I would yes. take just about would, anything for that. Yes, I think most people would. Yeah, oh, man. Even now, I think, I mean, what age is Jamie Lee Curtis now? She's got to be in her... Uh, 55. Yeah, there we go. That's a 30-year-old film. She was 25. True. <laughs> okay. I didn't really... No, this film was 83, so it's... Yeah, 30 years ago. This is 2014. Uh, roughly 30 years You're missing years the whole... Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. the, the fucking tail end of it as well at that league. Yeah, uh, okay, we'll give you that anyway. But uh, yeah, fucking Jamie Lee Curtis tits, Trading Places. Good fucking mm. movie. That film doesn't... Uh, there could be questions here. That film ages well as well. Like, you know, besides the one or two racial slurs yeah. and homophobia, it's a fucking funny film. It, it really is. is. It's so good. I want to know, did rich people live like that? Like, oh, I have that? to imagine so. It's either that or Trading Places and American Psycho has lied to us. Yes. And I can't imagine... I would, because wasn't but the 80s the, the whole thing of the birth of what they called the yuppie? Yeah. You know, that sort of way. The whole staff standing outside saying good morning or goodbye or whatever they were doing. Um, I would imagine like, of a if, high if enough a bunch of wealth, yes. I would I'm have a to bunch say of yes. people working for me. I want them working for me. I don't want to see them standing around looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I mean, I'd have to imagine yes based on the whole fact of just, you know, you have this money and you command a certain amount of just respect and all because nobody's actually going to ever respect some pompous prick like that. You know, that's no. always, you're literally paying for it. But... Uh, Fucking Jamie Lee Curtis's tits, man. What about that? <laughs> Did you get any questions that weren't about Jamie Lee Curtis's tits? I'm just noticing, like my my, I was oh, actually watching this film, so my questions were actually jotted down, and I'm just looking. I've just kind of jotted tits, down tits, answers. Tits, tits, tits. Yeah, yeah. It's like Homer, you know, all work and no beer. Fucking make oh, no no television and no beer. Make Homer go something something. That's like that's etched all go, over me house. And go crazy. Home. Don't mind if I do. Hit it. You might want to hit that again and actually hold it up to the mic. <laughs> Can you stop that, Santi Homer, now? I could put it down. I like the fact that James is actually holding the mouth of Homer to the mic as opposed to the place where the fucking sound is coming out of. Do you actually think the sound is coming out of Homer's mouth? Yes. <laughs> I guarantee if you look at the bottom of that, the speaker bass is probably coming out of the bottom, is it? No. No? Okay, I'm wrong. You are wrong. I am it's wrong. It's definitely his mouth. Okay, yeah, Homer <laughs> was talking. Uh, okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Homer, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, I was actually, because I was actually watching this film and was enjoying it, like I say, the fucking, most of the questions I wrote down, and I've, although I do have a lot of them, which is, seems oddly unfair, I maybe should have. Pi- I'm only to pull this piece of paper out. I maybe should have picked out three. Yes, uh, you did. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, I've I've one here that I can't even imagine what the question was. I don't. I'm just looking at it. It's just a bunch of numbers. And I'm gonna. I don't even know what the question was for it. Well, my dick roar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying about the whole. Remember Homer writes it all over the. Yes. Uh, you'd have to go around my house with a blacklight <laughs> to see what I wrote. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you got some questions. I do. Uh, I think you went first last week. I did. So I shall go first this week. Um, how many cops did Eddie Murphy say he beat up? When he's bragging in the cell. Uh, nine. Oh, ten hard luck. Ho, ho, ho. Fuck you. Oh, that 
just hold writing on paper in my hand is not good. I'm just nah. going straight through and hold up. <laughs> I'm writing on the part that you like, can't <laughs> fucking read on now. Okay, right. go for it. What price does Whitmore say to sell the pork bellies at? Maybe this is the answer to the question that I didn't know <laughs> what I had because was, I have 75.25. That's what they sold for, so 75. No, 76 and a quarter. You were off by one. Right. You weren't paying. An, that was on the screen, but he said they'd sell for oh, higher okay. and they went up. So, but at least that answers well. Yeah. Why, why yeah. I had that number wrote down. Solved. Yeah. <laughs> mystery solved. Question wrong. Okay. Um, I said we need to write on a different bit of paper. I can't. Here, fucking. We've decorated the place. We'll put up a picture. I say decorate the place. James is, like I say, still the least festive house I've ever been in. We the have decorations a, are upstairs. Yeah, the They're decorations are on the land and like in a <laughs> box. Getting closer. We have a dancing home or Santi and. <laughs> stop pressing it. Uh, you wanted it to be festive. What's more festive than noisy Homer? Yeah, who, because who had a stroke and can't move properly? Yeah, but the thing, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's one of these animatronic Homers, but he's clearly like some of the animatronics ain't working. But the thing is, he's barely audible to us here listening to him in the room. I can only imagine what it's coming across like on the fucking mics. Okay, uh, that's nil all. Uh, okay, my question. Okay, um, yeah. how much profit? Did Eddie Murphy make them by breaking the vase? 15 grand. Oh, yeah, prick. It was 35 and they reported it as 50. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You wanker. Go. What was the name of the club they went to? Ah, uh, the big snobbish club? Yeah. Ah. You know, when you, I. I I've got an answer in my head and I know it's not the right answer but now that's all I've got in my head is like Belvedere but I know it's not that you like uh, Bird in the Raising Hope so I never watched that uh, whenever he was asked to think about something all he could do was think think the word think okay <laughs> um, oh shit now you make me think the word think <laughs> and I'm trying to think of the name of a fucking club I want to win the quiz uh when they turn on the Homer, you're No, to do not turn on the Homer. <laughs> that is not going to help my fucking train at all. At all. He'll listen to Homer. Do, ha, ha, ho, or do, ho, ho, it <laughs> says on the thing. Um, oh, shit. I'm trying to think of the bit at the end where they're giving out and saying, sell their seats, and they're like, no. Uh, what was their name? Mortimer, isn't it? Mortimer and... Duke. A Duke has sat in, the, in this... Oh, fuck, what was it called? Randolph and Mortimer. Stop hitting me up with knowledge. <laughs> it's pushing the old stuff out. Jamie um, Lee Curtis has some mar- marvelous boobs. Oh, the boob club. Um, bollocks, that's really annoying. And I don't want to waste any more airtime just going bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. But, uh, oh man, are you farting now as well? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Farting jingle bells over here. Um, it smells like turkey. And I can't sprouts. think. Uh, you, you, I, I lit, if I could, if I was given a minute of fucking silence, I might fucking <laughs> find get this answer. Tell you what, but give me a minute really of silence. Give no, me, I, I could cut out this dead air. Just give me a fucking minute of silence. <laughs> no, that's the question. Uh, I want to win. Right. Um, I want to win to the new year. Fifteen, fourteen up. Um, no, I'm gonna have to cut out half of this. Oh, um, as an all, but no, I can't fucking think. Yeah, not again. My H began with a H are you lying to me now or are you just trying to throw me off um, who knows 
No, you have to say that now, and all I can think in my head is the Hellfire Club. <laughs> Go on, what is it? The Heritage Club. Maybe. No, that doesn't jump out at me. Okay, I'm not, I'm not disappointed <laughs> myself now, kind of going, oh, shit, no. No, that doesn't, didn't jump out at me at all, so I wasted a whole lot of time right. for nothing. What's the score today? Uh, I answered my question three years ago. <laughs> what, one nil, yeah. <laughs> Yo, what, what year is this? <laughs> um, okay. Stop having different levels of questions. I know, that's, I'm trying to look for the hard one now. Uh, you see, but I can't think of... Anything but think. Think. Um, okay, what opera were the tickets for that were in Dan Aykroyd's pocket? I don't know anything about opera. Yes! <laughs> Go on, uh, guess. Caravaggio. Is that even an opera? Possibly. You pulled out like the weirdest, <laughs> obscurest <laughs> fucking name ever. Like, no, Le Boheme. Or Le Boheme, I think it was pronounced, something like that. Fucking yes, yes, yes. It's down to this. Can it be another mm. draw? The leaders are in here. What was the name of the bank Whitmore had his cards repossessed in? Oh, you're some prick. <laughs> the These are all things that took place before Jamie Lee Tur- Curtis took our top off, so... You sh- yeah, but I was sitting <laughs> there in anticipation of it. Um, I, I really don't know. I'm going to go with first. Is there first in there? As I said earlier, I want to win the quiz. <laughs> I'm not giving you hints. <laughs> I'll turn on the homer. Force National or something like that. I don't know. So yes, Force National. Was it? It was. No way. Really? Oh, fucking lovely. Oh, what a complete and utter guess. <laughs> it's just the most banky sounding name like, for a bank. Like, really, it was the Force National? Yeah. Happy fucking days, I shall take that. It's another draw, people. Yeah. Looks like we're t- tipping <laughs> into fucking 2015 with a... a f- I was going to say 15 all, still 14 all draw. 14, 14, lovely jubbly. Uh, we do have to get away from all this festivity for a minute though and head back to the real box of doom. So, uh, could be festive, we could get a little weapon. We could get a little weapon or die hard, I think is in there. Do you want to rattle it or shall I? I can't remember who done it uh, last week since we've done the box of doom. Well, I picked out a Christmas one, so you can do yeah, this one. You picked out Tremors as well. I did? You did. Okay, well, God bless your memory. Hands. Stop looking. <laughs> Making sure it didn't fall off the couch. <laughs> well, you can pick them up if it does. Just stop looking. Come on, spread that Christmas cheer. It's it's a Christmas film. Really? If oh Christmas existed in a futuristic desert-based world in Australia, Mad Max. Two. Oh no! <laughs> really? Yes. I only watched these a while ago. I don't know why. Oh, no, I know what it was. It was the, the teaser trailer for the new one. Give me that back. I'm resting my mic on it. <laughs> We're kicking it all school here. I'm resting my mic up on a fucking celebrations box. Um, yeah, I only watched these recently, and they're not good. They really aren't well, good. And I don't know why. That makes me happy, because I watched Solaris twice in a couple of months, and it's not good. Yeah. I could probably get away with not watching this. I could probably skip through it for questions. No, I you have to watch it. No, I don't think I could do it again. I remember it being... Let me actually just scoop back. I have the book here. Talk to me for a second. <laughs> I wonder if Alf from Neighbours or Home and Away is in this. He was in the first one. Yeah, um, I just stop making and me Tina. talk. I'm leaning back down. <laughs> I'm leaning back to... Don't don't say anything that means I have to respond. I'm leaning back to look through my book to find out when it was I watched it. <laughs> Hopefully Tina Turner is in this, but no, she's not. Uh, we could just stop and you could cut this bit out. No, I want <laughs> you to talk. 
I'll bring in my uh, special guest. Maybe for what someone would call me sir, without adding, you're making a scene. Later on in the podcast, we talk about awesome Christmas presents we may have got in the past. <laughs> it's an awesome Christmas present we may get in the future. Found it. Um, oh, wow, this was a big week. Someone showed up. It goes on to the next page. It was back in episode 16 I spoke about this, so I'm not sure when. Uh, oh, uh, 16 weeks ago. We seem to have spoke about, well, things we spoke about in episode 16. Comic-Con 2014 from July 24th to 27th. Godzilla 2 was announced. King Kong reboot called Skull Island. Leaked Batman Superman footage. Mad Max Fury Road trailer, which led me to watching the three <laughs> Mad Maxes. Guardian sequel was announced, and Josh Brolin was to play Thanos. Um, but yeah, it was that back in episode 16, I watched Mad Max 1 through 3. I mean, I didn't even do it by half here. <laughs> I've done the fucking trilogy, and they are shit. They are absolute dog shit. And oddly enough, my favourite is the one that I think most people tend to pan, which was Thunderdome. <laughs> but even at that, it's not great, because <laughs> I never really realised that it, it was... And I think I gave out about this back then. It was, it's Peter Pan. You know what I mean? He basically is Peter Pan, like, and he's got the Lost Boys and all this sort of crack. Even right. the references to him flying and all, the fact that he was a pilot and all. But, uh, yeah, I never noticed, you know, or never really remembered it being the fact that the Thunderdome bit actually gets out of the way in, like, the first five minutes of the <laughs> film or something like that. Tina Turner's gone. Yeah, pretty much. But um, I remember the second one being ridiculously homoerotic. Like, there's a lot of assless chaps and all, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Isn't the second one the one where, yeah, no, it is. I'm right. It's not that long ago. I mean, they all... You watched... Don't ask me the question yeah. about the films you watched. Okay, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, you know, you're right. I'm not going to give you any info on this one. Yeah, how many lads are wearing assless chaps? <laughs> okay. I'm not c- counting assless chaps, people. <laughs> right. Um. So, Mad Max 2? Yes. Was there a name on it or was it just... A the Road Warrior. Road Warrior. Yes, I knew there was a sub-name, yeah. Wasn't that a wrestler? No, it was a team, the Road Warriors, oh. the Legion of Doom. Okay, I knew there was something like that. Um, right then, so... Oh, what a rush. Oh, yeah, the face-painted dudes yes. with the big spikes. Yes. Actually, yeah, look like <laughs> look like something <laughs> on Mad Max, really, they're, when you think about they're it. They're chaps had asses, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, television d- demanded that their they're chaps had asses. Um, okay, want me to hit you up with some more Christmas facts or anything like that? Yes, and then I'll we'll tell you about a Christmas documentary. Okay, yeah, actually... Wrestling-based Christmas documentary. I had a documentary that I wanted to watch called Becoming Santa, but apparently it's just near impossible to fucking get with Pirate Bay being down at the moment. Yeah, um, damn you, Swedes. After about a week of uh, downloading, it was still only at like 33%. It was called Becoming Santa. It was a documentary about some dude, like, you know, names is it all, Becoming yeah. Santa. But it actually looked pretty interesting, like, you know, the whole oh. Santi school and all this sort of bullshit. But I got some records here, some kind of... Um, yeah, records. Uh, in 1999, residents of the state of Maine in America built the world's largest snowman. He stood how tall? This is going to fucking blow your mind. You're never going to guess this. <laughs> 30 foot. 113 feet tall. That's ridiculous. That is, is that's a, a fucking s- mountain. Is it a snow pyramid, man? I don't know. How the, I mean, uh, I it don't know. It dangerous. Image, maybe I should look. In, oh, yeah, you know <laughs> what we should probably do is look up some images to put on the website. Um, the largest Christmas cracker. How long? Uh, Thirty foot. Forty-five point seven two meters long, and three point zero four meters in diameter, and it was pulled in Australia in nineteen ninety-one by Mad Max. By Mad Max and the the assless chap thing. According to the Guinness World Records, the tallest Christmas tree ever cut was. 
30 foot. <laughs> no, 221 feet. A Douglas fir, which was displayed in 1950 at the Northgate Shopping Centre in Seattle, Washington. So there you go. Oh, hang on, I have one more. And that started grunge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kurt Cobain came along and fucking injected it. Uh, the world's largest Christmas stocking. 30 foot. <laughs> Close, <laughs> but no. 106 feet and 9 inches long. 49 feet and one inch wide. It weighed as much as five reindeer. <laughs> Why did they tie it in? Yeah, that? But do reindeer have a standard weight? Is it 200 pound a reindeer? I don't know. Okay. But it weighed as much as five reindeer and held almost 1,000 presents. It was made by the Children's Society. Did you smaller presents? It was actually hmm. very recent. It was um, made by the Children's Society in London in December 2007. So, um, Do you know the real name for reindeer? Caribou. Yeah. I, d- I believe, Caribou. if I'm not mistaken, I believe reindeer was literally a made-up term for the whole Santi thing. Right. Now, I'm speculating here now. I didn't even bother researching this, but I, I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere before that. Like, you know, the whole thing is nobody knows them as caribou, but caribou is Apart the, from the pixies. their technical term. Like the pixies. They had a song called caribou. Are they? Uh, the only reason I mm. know anything of caribou is in the Polar Express. They come across a bunch of them on, on a fr- out in the, the arse end of the North Pole and they have to stop the train because there's a lot of caribou crossing. And Tom Hanks pushes them off their Yeah, thing. Tom Hanks <laughs> fucking calls a bunch of Somali pirates <laughs> to come up and fucking eat them. Uh, that's all my uh, Christmas facts with the exception of one thing and uh, I jotted it down and put a big fat star beside it to make sure I mentioned it. There is a... You know, obviously, around the world, there's different beliefs. Believe yes. it or not, we're not right in everything we believe. <laughs> but, but we um, are. <laughs> There is a couple of dudes called the Yule Lads, right? Fictional, obviously. Um, hang on, something's gone wrong here. Ugh. Ah, here we go, back to normal. Okay, the Yule Lads, right? Now, hear me out. The Yule Lads, or Yule Men, uh, are figures from Icelandic folklore who in modern times have become the Icelandic version of Santa Claus. Their number has varied throughout the ages, but currently they are considered to be 13. They put rewards or punishments into shoes placed by the children in the windowsills during the last 13 nights before Christmas Eve. Every night, one Yuletide lad visits each child, leaving gifts or rotten potatoes, depending on the child's behavior throughout the year. Okay? Now, the thing is, I could go on and on about this, that, and the other, but it's when it gets down to their names, it gets really interesting. Okay, so list of the Yule lads. The Yule lads are said to come to, you know, quote unquote, come to town during the last 13 nights before Christmas. Below are the official 13 Yule lads in the order they arrive and depart. Names in English are based on a Halberg Halmansen translation of the poem. So, all right. Now, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the Icelandic names. But I think you should. No. I, you literally can't. I mean, any any word that has two K as a J and ends with A-U-R. And six fathers. Yeah, you know. Um, you have Sheep Coat Clod. That's the first one. He harasses, and then his description is where it gets even fucking weirder. He harasses sheep, but is impaired by his stiff peg legs. <laughs> Next we have... So the sheep just... Slowly yeah, wander, wander away. Off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Before uh, he goes, Ooh. Yeah. Gully Gawk hides in gullies waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. 
Excellent. I was going to suggest Gully as one of the names because that was the name of the the lad who swam oh, was in it? that film about the lad who swam. <laughs> Very good. Oh, the one now made it and then walked across yeah. half the country and all his bare feet Gully. and all this shit. Um, next up we have Stubby. <laughs> Any guesses as to what Stubby's uh, his uh, <laughs> little legs for chasing sheep? <laughs> he is abnormally short, steals pans to eat the crusts left on them. Now, what? Don't eat the rest of the bread if you're stealing the pan. <laughs> yeah, I know. Get out of the crust there. Um, well, I think they're talking pan as in not what we would call like a pan as in like a, a pan of bread, like a pan as in like a plate, I would assume. But anyway, enough about enough about uh, what was his name, Stubby. Next up, spoon liquor, cousin <laughs> <laughs> of window liquor, <laughs> quite possibly. A little bit cleverer. Um, I can qualify as a spoon liquor because, especially if there's a cake being made, you get a spoon liquor, eh? Yeah. Um, well, I no, I, I don't think you're the spoon liquor. Spoon liquor steals. And again, this is an Icelandic word, fravora or something. It's a type of wooden spoon with a long handle to lick. He's extremely thin due to malnutrition. <laughs> now, if you're breaking into somebody's house to steal their spoons, and get, an, get an apple. Yeah, you just take something else on your there as well. Uh, <laughs> just saying about licking spoons and shit. I remember uh, Louise was going around the shop. Oh, it was a good few years back now. She was going around the shop. And um, there's a board on the deli counter as well, an L one. And she was to get a couple of rolls or wraps or something, uh, rolls, I'm going to assume, made up for her brothers. And this girl, woman, was behind the counter and has a knife in hand. And, you know, these deli counters, they're, they're never the cleanest, not no. hygienic places. They're wearing the same gloves they were emptying the bin with. Mm. Then they're making their sandwich. But it's like, oh, it's okay, I've got gloves on, like disposable yeah, gloves. We haven't cleaned the, this yellow... Half yellow, half black, with yeah. mole, chopping board in six yeah, weeks. Yeah, she's got the, you know, the kind of, you know, the big pallet type knife that's for spreading butter and stuff, but yes. also cuts. She's got one of them in her hand and turns around and without fucking breaking stride or even acknowledging the fact that she's done it, does this. What will I get you? Licks the knife <laughs> in front of her. Some of your herpes, please? <laughs> yeah, so obviously for anybody that can't tell, I was doing a licking motion. But she basically licks the, the butter or mayonnaise yeah. or whatever the fuck was on this knife and says, what will I get you? And Louise, like, you know, was so put back by this that she didn't kind of go, uh, well, do you want to wash that knife out? And she actually just made the order <laughs> and brought it home to her brothers and let them eat it. Like, and then told them. Yeah, uh, of course. But imagine, like, you know, it was the fact that she didn't even, it didn't even register with this woman that she had done it. It was just mm. so, <laughs> just in her motion. And then you beg the question, what the fuck was she doing when you weren't standing in front yeah. of her, that, <laughs> scratching her arse with her or something like that? But anyway, that's spoon liquor. Next up, Pot scraper. Steals leftovers from pots. Yeah. He's kind of the wrong seal of the gang. <laughs> These guys should get together. And, and possibly have better a better stealing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, next up. We're all in this, these people's houses. We've transitioned from spoon liquor, pot scraper, we're now down to bowl liquor. Uh, hides under beds. I don't know what fucking bowl is it, a piss bowl <laughs> he's fucking looking for. Hides under beds, waiting for someone to put down their Ascure, it's a type of ball with a lid used instead of dishes, it says, which he then steals. Yeah, people wonder around this all evening until they go to bed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was never a big bed eater, but... Uh, the Iceland- Icelanders are weird. Yes. Next up, door slammer. Likes to slam doors, especially during the night. <laughs> the next one is, and again, I'm going to say Skyer. 
but it's I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it right, but it's Sky or Gobbler. You're really bad shot when you playing football. <laughs> Sky or Gobbler. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sky, yeah, fucking knock the ball, fucking you know one day's breakneck things you have to look yeah. up and blinded by the sun, dodge the ball, come back down. Uh, are you a lad with an affinity for Skyer? Now I looked up what Skyer is, and it turns out it's like an Icelandic verse. Yo, <laughs> yeah, kids jocks, um, <laughs> kids jocks gobbler is what he's called in England. Um, no, it's like yogurt. So he's, At least yogurt. he's getting food. Yeah, he's the yogurt <laughs> gobbler, not malnutritioned. Next up, you see, these guys were getting progressively better at what they do. Next up, we have Sausage Swiper. Uh, would hide in public toilets with his arse pressed against the go- uh, glory hall. <laughs> I wish that was what I said, but no. He'd hide in the rafters and snatch sausages that were being smoked. Fair Presumably, in the Icelandics, yeah, smoke sausages in their rafters. Now, it gets a little bit more sinister. We have Window Peeper. <laughs> uh, a voyeur who would look through windows in search of things to steal. Spoons and crusts. Yeah, that haven't been licked. (laughs) Uh, Doorway Sniffer, (laughs) he's next. Uh, Has an an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate Laufabrau or something. Do I click in to find out what Laufabrau is? Do we care? Well, no. Okay. Next (laughs) up... something stupid like the rest of them. Yeah. Next up, we have Meat Hook. Uses a hook to catch meat. Steal meat. <laughs> apparently, these boys are just a bunch of. Apparently, they're burglars, essentially. Bad ones, albeit, but, yeah. you know, the, they're the, burglars. They're the, the no De Niro in heat. No, and, you know, just to, just to really hammer home the fact the last guy that comes along, candle stealer. <laughs> uh, follows children in order to steal their candles, which in these days were made of tallow and thus edible. So apparently they're just some really hungry <laughs> burglars the whole lot yeah. You know, chasing sheep, and eating crusts, they're licking not spoons. good burglars. Once they no. get into the house, they're stealing the, the wrong stuff. Yeah, I mean, surely, I have to imagine, you know, that uh, they kind of, here's, here's a picture of the dudes. Here's two of the Yule men. But are you lads? But uh, yeah, I just thought it was the name. Icelandic ass clowns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Icelandic. It's like you know the FBI's most wanted in Iceland. <laughs> you got these thirteen really piss poor burglars that come out <laughs> once a year, like peering in your window mm. and chasing your sheep and sticking hooks in your meat. <laughs> but no, it just it was more the translations, like where you know you often get this thing where it's just like you know something's lost in translation here, and clearly, you know. They're pretty piss poor names for characters. Whether they come across a bit more sinister in Iceland, I don't know. But possibly if you live on a volcano, and that's all Iceland is, they seem maybe scary. Is Iceland just a volcano? Yeah, it's just volcano stuck up out of the middle of wherever it is. Okay, fair enough. So why is it Iceland and why isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, hasn't erupted in a while. No. <laughs> but that's the that's the year, lads. So we want to talk about some old Christmas, ye old Christmas times. <laughs> Christmas uh, traditions, like yes, that? sure. Why what not? takes your fancy? Go on, I'm Marlo. Uh, turkey, Christmas dinners, Christmas dinners. Far too much food on any one plate <laughs> for any mere human to consume. Yes. But and <laughs> and usually after several beers and a box of chocolates <laughs> or something like that. I generally avoid the beers and the chocolates. I look forward to the dinner. Then eat seven or eight desserts. Yes. The desserts, yeah. And a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, a turkey sandwich to wrap it all up. Yeah, now the the big thing, and I know you say yay, I say nay. 
maybe this can be we can get a a, a hashtag going a hashtag debate on um fucking brussels sprouts am i mistaken in saying you say oh sprouts are awesome i do sprouts see a lot what's wrong with you Satan's Nothing. balls of shit. That's what I used to refer to them as. That's our, Still uh, do. Darren says Satan's phlegm. Satan's phlegm. So. I'll take either or. We know. St- we we definitely agree on the fact that Satan has brought these <laughs> things to the table. They yeah, are Satan possibly. Is, Satan is a nice lad. And I'm a veg dude. I really am. Like, and I mean, I'm not a big meat eater. I am a veg guy. And uh, they're fucking disgusting. They are just nah, horrible, horrible things. No, most veg. Sprouts included are it's nice. No. And I remember the very first Christmas Apart from frozen cauliflower. Doesn't don't like it. Well, cauliflower I could live without in the veg world. I'll eat it if it's put on my plate, but I could do without it. But um yeah, I remember the very first Christmas uh with Louise. We would tend to have Christmas dinner early in our house. Um I'm gonna say our house I'd, Oh, excuse me, the home place. Um like dinner would possibly be With your fourteen pound Christmas tree. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, with the fourteen pound Christmas tree flickering away in the corner. My ma half looking for Jamie Lee Courts to cuddle up to her because she's got pneumonia from having no coat and uh, we're having an early dinner. Now, but what time would your dinner be in your house? I reckon your dad would be quite happy to invest his fourteen quid to see your man Jamie Lee Courts cuddling up to each other. Yeah, come here, don't ruin my thoughts of Jamie Lee Courts. Um, <laughs> what you call it? Uh, dinner in your house early, early. About three o'clock. Yeah, I would consider that middle of the road. We would yeah. probably be two to three-ish, there, thereabouts. More leaning towards two, I would imagine, which is early-ish. But we were always an early dinner sort of house because mm. when me and the brother were in school, my dad worked close by, so he used to be able to come home for lunch, so did we. So it was the one time we were all in around the same time, and my ma used to make dinner at lunchtime, and then we'd have just our tea when we came in. Okay. But we would have it early in Louise's house. They would have it late. So where there were... What's late? Oh, they possibly wouldn't sit down until five or six. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's... But, your, but their house... full of sprouts. No, but evening. to be fair, their house was always a very busy, busy place at Christmas. I mean, I have a smallish family. Uh, her family combined, I think on... If you take both sides, like mom and dad, I think on one side there was 12 brothers and sisters, on the other there was 13 or something along those lines. So it, it's basically just like a fucking halfway house. The door never stops opening and closing. So they, I think it was more of out of necessity that they couldn't sit down to dinner. But anyhow, um, I have my obligatory fucking insane pig-sized dinner in my mother's and then go down to Louise's for uh to meet me the war to exchange some presents and stuff bear in mind this is our first christmas together and all i arrive in not realizing that they have dinner so late so i'm all like oh no it's cool i'll just sit here and watch like fucking the great escape or whatever mm. the fuck is on the last four hours of the great escape yeah exactly yeah i have a story about that as well remind me you told um, the story before so oh did i you did okay did i tell it on air because it's fucking hilarious. We will no. see. Um, the end of The Great Escape was ruined for me in about the last 10 minutes. The end. Okay, uh, so I arrive and our dad's going, oh, you'll have a bit of dinner, won't you? I'm like, no, no, I'm going to have me dinner. Ah, go on, you'll have me, you'll have me. And of course, I don't really, I'm not really that in with them at this stage. I don't really know them. So I'm being polite, they're being polite. And so I sit down to a, another dinner. So the first thing that's put in front of me is a prawn cocktail. I don't <laughs> eat seafood. Anything that smells like that nah. shouldn't pass your lips. So I kind of push that around a little. And then out comes the dinner. And there's what I can only describe as like a fucking Ferrero Rocher <laughs> triangle of fucking Brussels sprouts. And I just kind of went, oh, fuck. And again, I'm being far too polite for my own good. And I just say, you know, okay, maybe I can just kill the taste of this and smother them with YR. 
which is a Yorkshire relish sauce. Yeah, weirdos. Chef was much better. Uh, I would take both. I grew up on Chef, but I yeah, would so have an, I. I would have an affinity for YR now. I would probably take YR over Chef now. Um, but anyhow, I smother with this stuff. YR definitely been a bit spicier than Chef. <laughs> and excuse me. Needless to say, like I take this fucking Satan's ball of phlegm, uh, smothered in. Like just a ridiculous amount that you shouldn't be eating in any one spoonful of YR to try and drown out. Put it into my mouth. I just get that overpowered and spice. I bite these dirty juices come flowing out. I get the taste of it, and I'm near. I'm not mm. even joking. I'm nearly fucking gagging sitting. At taste the table. of sprouty goodness. Oh man, there is no such thing. Those words will never be in the same sentence. That's about self and one of my sisters like sprouts. The other one's weird and doesn't. Which one? Catherine Doesn't like them? No No, see, she's normal, you see That's what you have to understand She also doesn't like eggs She's weird Okay, that's weird How can you not like eggs? I don't know Eggs are delicious They can be Eggs are the the pig of poultry They can come to you so many ways <laughs> They can You know, there's, there's no bad way to have an egg Although I, I'm not a fried egg person uh, It'd be my The last one I'd go for but Yeah, give me scrambled well, Pretty like much just give me scrambled. I'd eat a boiled egg, I'd eat a fried egg at a push, but give me scrambled egg. Okay, I'll I, take, I shall take it. <laughs> right now, go get me some <laughs> scrambled egg. Um I just call it no, but that's the whole Christmas dinner thing with me. Like is that it's just it's only in the last year or two I think I've actually learned how to portion me dinner and <laughs> because what is it about like you know, Christmas dinner is like it's the barbecue of dinners. It's like if you were to put on a plate the amount of meat you eat at a barbecue somebody mm. in uh, for a normal dinner you'd look at me kind of go what the fuck am i going to do with all this like where am i going to put that but that's christmas dinner for some yeah. reason it's all normal food you'd normally eat it's ham it's turkey it's you know a couple of roasters maybe a bit of mash you some, peas, some carrots put all the vegetables in bowls in the middle so you just and take what you want yeah well they would that that's the thing like that they'd be big on doing that in louise's mouth like they would do that like and i think that that's a great way of doing yeah, it. it is. it's, it's kind of i always remember seeing it on telly it was always a very american thing like you know put out these balls and mm. you pass there but it is because that way you take enough of you what you like a, a heap yeah if you like a lot of carrots take a big fucking mound of carrots if you only like a few peas you take a few peas you know that sort of way and I think it definitely works out better for everybody it is we do that and uh, in amongst Catherine's food there's always a sprout <laughs> it's, it's hiding under the meat or the potato oh, it's, it's just put there like yeah. you know strategically placed waiting on her to find yes that's just cruel and unusual <laughs> it, is. it really is I mean I have to say I, I can't condone that at all being, being, a, being a, an advocate for no sprouts I, I cannot condone that it's, it's not happening no I can't although no no there's no there's no circumstances where it's okay really there's not alright um, Christmas parties because Christmas night it's a long Christmas is a long day. Generally, wake early. You're up early. You're up all day. You're bouncing around from house to house, seeing people and all. And you know, Christmas night for me, it's I don't know. It's it's not particularly a night I enjoy because I'm generally forced into other people's company. And I know <laughs> that's the, 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 the least alone. Christmassy thing I can ever say on a Christmas podcast. But you were calling me the Grinch earlier. Yeah, no, but I mean, like I'm just you know. I don't know. I'm keeping it real, Ian Bale, you know. it's uh, No, it is. It's one of them things where I always remember as a kid, um, for a lot of years, my mum would have a party Christmas night and, you know, all the relations would come out. And as I've probably talked about before, like, I'm the youngest of my generation of family, so all my cousins are a lot older, like, you know, that sort of way. So they were nearly, a lot of them were nearly the age of aunties and uncles and stuff to me. 
But so there was always a party in my mum's house, and that was great because like you were there, it was your comfort zone, you were in your own house. But I do remember going out to my auntie in Coolock once or twice. And why she even bothered having a party, I don't know. Cause she used to fuck all the kids upstairs. Like, you weren't allowed downstairs. That's weird. So, given that I'm the youngest of a bunch of older, who are now, say, teenagers, and I'm only, you know, Five. nine or eight or nine or whatever, I don't know. I mean, I know there was, a, there was a significant age gap. Like, you know what I mean? You know, maybe 10 years, maybe more between some of them, you know, that sort of way. And you're turfed upstairs with the younger of your older cousins and all. Well, you're the youngest. You know, so it just wasn't fun. Yeah, it doesn't was, sound fun. There was nothing to do. You were just, f- I, I just have visions of sitting in this fucking bedroom in Coolock. Like, and you can imagine, I mean, a Christmas party goes on for a few hours. Like, mm. You know, so it's not something that, oh, it's go upstairs for an hour. Like, you know, that's all right. It was either that or my cousin then, she would have had her own house and all when I was still only a teenager. Like, and hers were generally decent i remember them being better but still you know after a year or two of it it was the same thing and that's what i find with these sort of you know christmas get-togethers is they're the same as any other get-together because it's usually the same person that wants to have it yeah or that ends up having it just has tinsel yeah and it ends up being the same people sitting in the same places and like you say yeah there's just a bit of decorations up and to me it just doesn't interest me at all and I don't know if I'm alone on this one. I don't know if there's others out there who will agree with me and say, you know what, you know, you're fucking right. The last thing I want on Christmas is to venture out to sit in my fucking auntie's house or my cousin's house or whatever. And then there's others who I'm sure will kind of go, you fucking, you boring old bastard. Like, what's wrong with you? And that's all right. But that's just me. Well, I'd, similar thing. I was, but I was sitting in my house in a room by myself because everybody else is here. And the big thing is to watch the soaps, the Christmas Soaps. Watch who gets killed and who commits suicide. Because yeah. they're all generally depressing, aren't they, at Christmas? Yeah. They're, nice. they're kind of renowned for... I think it's EastEnders especially, maybe. I have that in my head. Yeah, There's probably. generally somebody fucking killing but themselves or something. I don't watch this crap the rest of the year. I'm not watching it on Christmas Day. I'm Christmas. not going to spend five hours watching it. Hmm. Of yeah, I never got this. Another. Yeah, these omnibus things and Christmas specials and all that mm. people will sit down and watch. Like an evening with Jules Holland, seven hours of them talking to some musicians you don't give a flying fuck yeah. about like you know what I mean but yeah. it's Christmas you know that's, that's alright there's also the Christmas Top of the Pops which has to be watched and yeah you're never gonna have uh, yeah, that's ra- a rancid on it again that's so what I'm not yeah, going that's to watch it or you know a fucking Michael Bublé Christmas mm. or something like that where I did watch the last few minutes when Rage got the number one. Oh yeah and they, uh, yeah, they were told not to course, and they course. Yes. And ooh, it was all shocking. Yeah, don't tell Zach now what to do. Yeah, yeah. They did not learn anything. They did not read the lyrics of this song before <laughs> you, you got them to sing it. Had to say, I actually really... Yeah. It was nice fuck to have the radio you, on at Christmas you, that year. I won't, I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. Repeat that several times in one of the songs. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's what I say. But... um yeah, that, that was the, probably the best year for Christmas radio that year. And work. It was. It was great. Like, at least once an hour or something, you'd get fucking a bit of rage on. It was nice. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Louise's cousin, uh, he's, his birthday is Christmas Day, which has got to be the shittest day ever to have a birthday. It is. But um, he had parties several years. But it's weird. I don't ever recall anybody wishing him a happy birthday. <laughs> I think it's everybody just assumed, hey, Michael's having a fucking Christmas party. <laughs> Christmas party and Michael's, way, hey, you know, everybody goes around. Yeah, he's but all I, depressed. Nobody likes my birthday. Yeah. Although I have heard of people that will celebrate their birthday on the 25th of June. Like, you know, if they want to have, uh, if they want to go out for drinks or, you know, do anything in relation to having a bit of a birthday mm. bash. Like, I have heard of people that will celebrate, basically it's just six months later. 
like you're, you're splitting it in half because like that nobody's well, going to have it on the seventeenth of May at that point. Yeah, well, there's just people like the kind of the symmetry of shit, like to kind of go, okay, yeah, you know, there's twelve months in the year. I'll move around by half because if I move by twelve, I'm back to where I started. <laughs> but uh, no, because it is that there's certain kind of dates that were kind of shit dates for birthdays. If you remember back to being a kid, sixteenth like of January. Yeah, that's generally a pretty bad <laughs> one. Um, uh, no, I mean like Luis's brother, his birthday's early January, fourth um, or sixth or something like that. I'm thinking, but like that, I remember his twenty fourth, yeah. and now his tortilla. Yeah, everybody's going back to school or work. Nobody yeah, his tortilla is coming up now this year, but he's doing exactly for his tortilla what he's done for his twenty fourth. He's having a, a bit of a bash on New Year's Eve. You shouldn't go on general principle of it being somebody's thirtieth birthday. Yeah, it's like <laughs> want to celebrate that, but um, yeah, he's doing it on New Year's Eve though. So go. you kind of get the double whammy sort of thing. But um, it's one of those things. I, I will admit, though, that I'm not a fan of 24th. And I, I do remember it's 24th. Or any social gathering. Or, any, yeah, or anything <laughs> social at all that involves people. But no, I do remember enjoying this 24th, like it being fun. Because it was kind of, it wasn't just the usual New Year's. And it wasn't just the usual 24th. So you kind of got a little bit of both. So it just kind of kept things moving. Because that's what I think bothers me at these parties is the small talk. The pointless, <laughs> shitty small talk of sitting around with people you probably haven't seen in a long time and then feeling the need to kind of talk to them as if you know them but I mean realistically what do you know about them yeah. you um, haven't seen them in 6 months or 12 months you know I say that about my relations outside of my couple of cousins I'm fairly close with yeah. the rest of them are a bunch of people I'm related to I don't know them yeah I'm like that mm-hmm. I mean there's some of my some of my relatives I haven't seen since my wedding and mm. I was 6 years married this year so, I mean, that'll tell you. Yeah. No, but the weird thing is, there's no animosity there. There's no dislike or anything like that. Just, just you don't know them. Don't see them. No, I know them. I just don't see them. Like, I would argue my dad's side, I don't know. Like, my dad doesn't talk to his brother. So, mm. therefore, uh, he had an only child who obviously is my cousin. And I don't know him. Although, weirdly enough, I did bump into him one night in a nightclub and we recognized each other. Uh. And I haven't seen this guy... <laughs> I, I, I could argue ever because my dad and his brother stopped talking when their mom died and I was probably five, four or five. So you could argue that I don't know this guy at all. And it was just, mm. it was actually after a 24th, a piss poor one at that, I might add. It was one of these horrible 24ths where the room was just empty. And we ended up going into this nightclub and I'm standing at the bar and you know, you kind of just lock eyes with somebody and this mm. dude's looking at me and I'm going to look at him and it was the weirdest thing because I didn't know this guy but both of us clearly looked at each other and oh, he came you. over and we talked and he kind of goes I think you're my cousin I said I think you might be right like you know that's <laughs> all right and we got chatting and it turned out it was like but that was a it was a bit of a weird one but like from that side of things like my dad has like then cousins and stuff like that that I yeah I'd argue it I don't know them I couldn't pick them out of a lineup I physically don't know them but on my mom's side like I wouldn't know my cousins and all I just don't see them and don't feel the need to see them and the more than they feel the need to see me yeah, you know, simple as, and Christmas or Halloween or any communions don't make a heap of fucking difference. I don't see them; they need to see them. Simple as. Yeah, and that's that is that. <laughs> so how, how Christmassy is that? Well, very Christmassy. Yes, it's always a row of Christmas, so that'll cover that part of that. Um, no, actually, no, and I, I don't ever recall there being rows in my family at Christmas, and I'm not talking about immediate family; I'm talking about even the get-togethers and all. Uh, which they? which is odd because it is kind of yeah I yeah. know it is seen as like nearly a Christmas tradition like but I don't know what it is I I, I don't know how I don't know why I don't but no I don't ever recall there being any 
animosity or bad words or falling outs or anything like that at Christmas. No, same with my family. They just we're out the rest of the year. Christmas is special. We don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of you, you. Just put the gloves on for Christmas, yeah. but um, be nice. Yeah, no, because yeah, I know it is kind of stereotypically. I think it's domestic abuse is highest around Christmas. Yeah, you've got these dudes who fucking spend every other night in the pub and yeah, they've been forced to sit stuck. with their kids and wife yeah. for one whole night like and that's it's like fuck this yeah, start beating the snot out of each other sprouts they didn't want yeah, <laughs> yeah they're fucking drunk on sprout juice like <laughs> going all fucking <laughs> sprout mad like and then yeah man they, they pollute the brain they really do there's nothing more it's not that it's not the can of Guinness they just drank it's the sprouts yeah. but um have what you got anything cheery to talk about what was the best Christmas present you ever got Ooh, you put me on the spot now. You should have told me you were going to ask me that. Let me think about it. Um, you asked me to do research on Christmas. And Christmas presents is not one of the things you would think about. <laughs> no. Um, best one I ever got. Um, bu- 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 I don't know. I can't think. Um, I can't think of any one specific one. Because it's the one thing I will say. Like, you know, I came from a working class family. My dad worked two jobs. You know, my mom stayed at home with us. And, you know, we were... Far from deprived, but very much working class. But Christmas was the one that, you know, the, we're going back, people, for, for any of you young bucks listening to us, you know, every day wasn't fucking Christmas. You didn't get anything you wanted anytime you asked for no. it. You, you got go. something for your birthday, you got something at Christmas. And we had a thing in our house where, I think I talked about this before, where... You didn't get arrested. <laughs> yeah. No, we got a little present before we went back to school in September. I kind of softened the blow going back to school. It was something my mum used to do with us, and we loved that. But Christmas, we were always spoiled rotten we were always completely looked after it was there was never any if there was anything you wanted you know what? i'm just thinking now and it doesn't it, probably the best christmas present ever that i got and I, again i know i've spoken with this before because i remember looking at the pictures to put it up was the the rambo helicopter and jeep from the the rambo oh, toy nice. line and it was they were fucking sweet you know oversized i think the jeep had six wheels for some bizarre reason you know <laughs> rambo's jeep some design fly yeah, rambo couldn't drive on four <laughs> wheels and then there was the helicopter and the helicopter had like it was like a trigger in at the back the back kind of acted like the handle and there was a trigger and if i remember correctly it turned the ro- rotor or the rotors yeah rotors um so like you could you know you are technically you know you could make it look like it was actually flying and shit and it had a hook came out of the bottom of it. I'm just thinking out loud here now. I had a hook him out of the bottom of it. So, like, you'd have Rambo flying and you'd tie Colonel Troutman to the bottom or something like that and have Rambo cart him around, like... Excellent. They were good, Tyus. You? Uh, we got a third of a Nez. <laughs> you got a third of a Nez? Well, two sisters, so we got the Nez between us. Well, I have to think that they got gypped that year because I don't really know any girls that wanted a computer console. Uh, duck Hunt. They loved yeah, them But did hunt. you figure out that Duck Hunt was two-player? Yes. You could control yeah, the ducks. Yeah, yeah, Eventually. I fig- yeah, I figured that out while uh, on my sick bed and a couple of friends came around uh, just to see me because uh, I was laid up for a while and I figured out messing with the controller. I was like, holy shit, I'm controlling I'm this, duck. Of this duck. I'm fucking moving this duck. <laughs> Screw left you and your and gun. Right. <laughs> you know, who needs a gun? I'm in charge of a duck. That was great, though, wasn't and, it? Uh, that was, was fairly high end, man. That was, a, that was a big present. It was. That was why... The only got a third of it. Yeah, yeah, that because I mean, I can't remember how much a Nez cost. It was about a hundred pound. Was it? But, thereabouts. You know, I do recall them being pricey because I don't think at that stage in my life, I don't think I ever got a new console. Like they always would have been pre-owned. Although I do remember fucking up, or part potentially fucking up a bit of Christmas one time, by, and it was possibly around the time of the Nez. 
or SNES maybe, but there was a guy selling a Sega Master System and I was adamant that I wanted to buy it, I wanted to buy it, I wanted to buy it. And I think my mom was planning on or had got me a console and she was telling me no, no, no. And I, I was like a dog with a bone, I wouldn't let go. And I think then she had to say to me, well, I was getting you this or something like that, whatever. I, I just vape, that's just coming back to me now. But yeah, but the NES, man, that was a, that was a fucking handsome fucking bounty right there that year. I did exactly the same thing as you uh, for the, the PlayStation. Bought myself a PlayStation and my sisters and my mom had bought me a PlayStation for <laughs> An Christmas. An Atari 2600. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they bought the PlayStation for Christmas and I bought one two days before Christmas. Oh, no. Never thinking that they're going to get something like that. Yeah, but you don't buy anything for yourself two days before Christmas just in case. Doesn't yeah, matter I, how I extravagant it doesn't matter how extravagant it is. I, I would nearly argue that pretty much the whole month of December you don't share yourself with any gifts. Although I nearly done it this year. Um my hand is gonna be enforced to jump up to the next gen consoles and get the Xbox One. Because there's no point in buying Xbox three sixty games now when my friends are on Xbox One and yeah. stuff like that. You're a sad loser left behind. Exactly. Um and I mean I'm already that old dude trying to be cool. So I'm I don't still I, cool. I, yeah, I'm still cool. I still have the news. Uh, you kids still play with cartridges, <laughs> you know, but uh no, but that's what Louise had to basically say to me, Will you shut up about the fucking Xbox? Like uh, I'm gonna get you over Christmas, like you know, that sort of way. So um so yeah, yeah I, I'm still pulling this shit at thirty five that I was pulling Excellent. a fucking I don't know, a 10 or 15 or whatever the fuck. But yeah, no, do I think those Rambo ones stick out in my yeah. mind. Do you want to bring in a guest to explain uh, the best present I never got? Oh, I'm why not? All right, I'll be back in a minute. Is this, is this the Ewok village? The legendary Ewok village, okay. The suspense is killing me. I didn't know we were having a guest. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing... Oh, look, she's blushing. Oh. James's mom, everybody. So there's a story about an Ewok village, I believe. <laughs> there is, yeah. There is, yeah. Okay. Talk us through it. He wanted... Yeah, go ahead. That's it okay. wanted in uh, the wrong village, right. right? And I've been trying everywhere, and they've been sold out. So his dad and I went into town to get this e wrong village, and they were in his shop in Talbot Street. Right. And he wouldn't let me buy it. <laughs> he said, "Get it cheaper in another shop." Okay. But they weren't in the other shop, so when we went back, they were all gone out of there. First shop, so so he didn't get any. I don't know. I don't call him bullshit. This I don't think they were in there at all. I think they went in. <laughs> they were. What was the shop? I mean, I don't recall any toy shops on Talbot Street. The, the, uh, no, well, it's gone now. This is. Ah, no, but back. I was a kid once as well. You know. <laughs> There was, I can't think of the name. I remember there was the Dome. The Dome sold a few toys at one point because I remember getting a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figure in there <laughs> when <laughs> yeah. I was in town with my mum one time. <laughs> but Dunn's not in Talbot Street. No, well, it, oh, no, no, no. What's was, the one before? Uh, Westmore? No, James, you're a taxi driver. What's the street before Talbot Street that you walk up? North Earl Street. North it was Earl on North Earl Street. Street. Yeah, but yeah. we were coming from Conley. Oh, okay, yeah. So, you right, were so we were... It was probably in the Irish Life Mall or something, wasn't no, it? No, was it's not. Know? It was facing Guyanese. Oh, quality it there now. Yeah. I think it was something to now do with Now you're talking high-end purchases. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Any shop that has a bargain basement. <laughs> oh. I think it was uh, something to do with Time Master. 
And then, yeah, because the Toy Master was up on Mary Street. Yeah. Remember up there? That was the only real toy shop I remember, kind of pre Smiths and all that yeah. you had. Yeah. Toy Master was always yeah. one to walk. Or downstairs in Roaches. Yeah. yeah. They well, had I toys. I was talking about Roaches. Oh, yeah. I went to get a Barbie. I couldn't get the Barbie anywhere. Was oh. this in place of the Ewok village? No, no, this was from Catherine. <laughs> okay. And I went in one morning after I left him to school. And I went into Roaches looking for this Barbie. And uh, the girl was sorting out the shelves. And I said to her, uh, you wouldn't have, I think it was Bride Barbie or something. Hey. And uh, she said, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly ominous. Uh, out to this back room. <laughs> and she, no, we didn't go that far. She's kind of slid up along the shelves. And she bent down and opened the drawer. And she had about six of these Barbies in it. Oh, just the little drawer kind of <laughs> yeah, for restocking yeah. underneath. Yeah, yeah. And she said, people just take them off the shelves for presents. She said, they don't really need them. <laughs> so she <laughs> did. This she woman was the, the, the dawn of, uh, of Barbies <laughs> yeah. in downstairs and downstairs in Rosa. She was dictating who got and didn't <laughs> get a Barbie. If you asked for one, you, she knew you wanted it. Oh, right. really as, a, as opposed it? to just coming in and I looking buy for a it. present for someone. That's ridiculous. But yeah. you hardly really wanted the Barbie. No, I didn't. <laughs> you know, well, a grown did. woman. Like, you know, like, what is it saying? But some kid there crying their eyes out in roaches. That kid doesn't really want the Barbie. Hasn't asked me for it. <laughs> that sort of way. That's ridiculous. I'll just tell my story just for Christmas. Oh, that's good enough. That, that no, it's, it's not. There's one more story. Okay. Stop beating the microphone, you! I'm gonna have to yeah. down all these vo- these levels. The story of the bringing the Barbie bus back from Hollyhead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, from Liverpool that was. My mother, myself, and she we went to Liverpool to do our Christmas shopping, and Jennifer wanted a Barbie bus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and it was big a big thing. Fall you know? down sides yeah. or something, on it and and she had it on a, a pram coming <laughs> back. My mother, two customs. And where was the child? No, the children were here. They, they so why was there a pram? <laughs> to carry the bus. <laughs> we knew what There's we were forward doing. thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got off the ferry and the customs, of course, stopped my mother. <laughs> yeah, says, I don't look much like a child. <laughs> uh, she said, that's only a Barbie thing for the grandchild. And she was going through her stuff and all. So we came through. But when we got home, we discovered that Jimmy had filled the Barbie bus with cigarettes. (laughs) 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 So there was contraband being smuggled in. Jesus. But we didn't know that. Probably just as well, or you know what I mean? Would have been stood there all kind of red face going, no, 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 it's only Barbie doll, nothing in there, but there's no cigarettes in there, it's only a Barbie doll. (laughs) So he was at the stuff in a Barbie doll, (laughs) the bus full of cigarettes. cigarettes. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Fucking regular outlaws, aren't you? You know that counts as piracy. That that's crime on the high seas. Jesus, my oh, God! Stop. I should have brought my ma. <laughs> I'm sure I've. Uh, she's got plenty of stories of me ruining Christmas. None of them involve smuggling cigarettes, though. I can assure you. <laughs> yeah, they're all. Yeah, they're all from within the last decade, though. Unfortunately. Oh well. I'm going back to me homeless. Thank you for your stories. Thank you. It's. Now, so that's that's Ewok villages and Barbie buses full of cigarettes. Yes. See, that's why you didn't get an Ewok village. You couldn't hold enough cigarettes. <laughs> that's like. it. Jesus. I'm just trying to think, actually, um, of, of, of some stories of ruining Christmases. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I told these or not. Um, playing hide-and-go-seek. 
um, when the weather was bad, like you said, my, my dad was always in work, my mum was at home with us, and the weather was bad, and my mum would play games indoors with us just to kind of amuse us and keep us entertained and have us not wrecking our head because there wasn't 50 children's channels on Sky yeah. Digital. And so we'd play hide and go seek. Now bear in mind, this is a three-bedroom council house. There's not really a whole lot of hiding places. No, no hiding places here either. No. Um, so like that, I went up and proceeded to climb up into the hot press. And there's a split kind of top and bottom. So I climbed up into like the middle shelf or something like that in the hot press, which was a fairly daring feat when I think about it. And I must have been pretty fucking young because to fit in the middle shelf of a hot press, you couldn't be that big really. No. But anywho. But you've uh, seen the... The stairs out there. That's the stairs yeah. I used to have. I used to be able to get in between the banisters. Really? Yeah, so I was young and small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> used to juke the hazard up the st- out, out onto the stairs. Yeah, well, anyway, I, I managed to fucking some Jackie Chan-style <laughs> stunt move up into the hot press. But little did I know, above me on the next shelf was a computer from my brother. <laughs> it's funny, I know, you know, you never forget, it was the Amstrad CPC 464 <laughs> <Nice>. color. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but, you the know... Color. Uh, well, no, the screen was green. This, I don't know why it was called color. The screen was, it was a green screen. But um, it was one of these things where, as a kid playing hide and go seek, I was just hell-bent on hiding, so I didn't see it. And that was <laughs> it. But, like, my mom, I can't remember the outcome of that particularly now, but I don't know if I was challenged over or not. But the, anyway, I was hiding under one of the Christmas presents. And then another time... Not the same year, obviously, but same antics. I think my mother would have learned playing hide and go seek with us again. Uh, she had locked the box room door, but put the key on the town thing above the door, like the little kind of sill. I climbed up the banisters, got the key, got in, and my brother's bike was in there for Christmas. I didn't see it. My mother, my father came out more. You imbecile at this stage. Yeah, I'm just a fucking a complete bike in a small moron. Bedroom. Yeah, it's a box room. It's like maybe eight by seven or yeah. something like that. This room, and there's a bed in it as well. No, actually, maybe there wasn't a bed the at this stage. Under the covers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm snuggling up to it like Jamie Lee Curtis. But um, what do you call it? So I hide in this room anyway. Again, it's just the mindset of a child hell bent on hiding. I wasn't actually looking for anything. But my dad gets in, we're going to bed, my dad gets in that night, my mum obviously says to him, fuck, Derek should have been in the back room, or in the box room, you know what I mean, the bike is in there. They panic, kind of go, oh shit, what will we we'll do? sell the bike. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I told this story or not, but anyway, me, <laughs> you stop your turkey farts. Um, my dad gets up the next day anyway, before we're even up, obviously first bus job, into town with the bike, we're talking back in the day, bringing a bike on the bus with you, gets on the bus, brings the bike back into whatever bike shop they had bought it in in the city centre. At this stage, it's, I have to imagine it's close to Christmas. They swap it out for whatever inferior bike is left in stock. <laughs> my dad comes home only to realise that with, without the help of mobile phones, my mum couldn't ring him to tell him that I hadn't seen the bike because at this stage I'm awake, having me breakfast, my mum gives me some cock and bull story about oh, we're only minding that bike, and I'm kind of like, you know, munching me cereal, kind of going, what bike? <laughs> you know, that sort of way, but, so my brother ended up getting some inferior <laughs> bike instead of whatever yeah, brilliant bike, they, yeah, whatever brilliant bike they had bought him, but, yeah, I had a knack for kind of, between yeah. forcing the purchase of consoles to finding hidden toys and all, I had a knack for kind of fucking wrecking Christmas. Do your parents not have old neighbours, like we had next door where you could leave these presents? Um, we did have neighbours, but the neighbours had kids too. That's why I said old neighbours. Oh, well, as in old neighbours. No, our road, the oldest couple, or I'll just say two couples on our road. Still with the jippos and would have sold the presents. No, still wouldn't have been old. Like, you know, if my mum and dad, like, let's say, 
let's say at this stage, my mum and dad are in their late 20s, early 30s, because I was, my mum was probably 23 when she had me, they're thereabouts, I think she was 21 on Alan, 23 on me, so I'm going to put them, even let's say early 30s, 30, 31, 32, thereabouts, which would have put even the oldest of the old couples on the road, probably only, if they're, if my mum and dad is 30, probably only 40, 45, and they had kids as well, which their kids mm. were only, they must have been late bloomers, these two couples, because when I think, the kids would have been a smidgen older than Alan, but it's useless. Even at that, like you know what I mean, like so. If Alan was, if I, if I was eight and Alan was ten, their kids were probably only eleven or twelve, something like that. So I don't know. I'm just using ballpark yeah. figures here. So no, to answer your question in a very short way, there was no oh, oldest, short way. Yeah, there was no oldest fuck couples that did like yeah. hoard the presents. Yeah, you, you needed that. We definitely did because I remember before we had kids. Um, in the old house like that minding some stuff for some of the neighbours and stuff like that and then Christmas Eve them sneaking it yeah. in and all this neighbours you grew to hate yes <laughs> neighbours that I now fucking despise and are a useless shower of cunts happy Christmas neighbours yeah fuck you um, we had uh, old neighbours next door where my uh, racer was hidden so you couldn't stumble across it like the fucking racers and nezzes Jesus you were mm. well up there is it right mm. how old were you getting a racer 12 we still believe in Sandy? No. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're just going to say that now. Like, no, you, younger <laughs> sisters, so. Yeah. Can't you're not the oldest. Can't, I am, I keep telling you this. <laughs> I don't know why. More than you and Darren, and more than yeah, Jennifer Catcher. I don't know Catcher. why I can never remember that. I always think Darren's older than you. And then yeah. I, for some reason, I would, and I would think that Jennifer is older than you. Maybe she just acts well, a bit she, more mature. Or yeah, something. definitely. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not hard, really, is it? Catherine's um, five years younger than me, so. Is that five years between you and Catherine? Yeah. Wow, she's a big old head now. Money massive. No, but I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't put five years. This and what's this between? One as well. oh, obviously, then it's Jennifer falls in between. Then obviously, yeah, she's That's eighteen months years. younger than yeah, me. Okay, cool. Um, you mean Catherine doesn't listen to our podcast? No, <laughs> <laughs> she has a life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and sorry, taste. listeners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't have lives. Don't, don't apologize, James. They know who they are. Um, but yeah, no, we didn't like that. Presents would have been hit around the house and shit like that. So. Obviously. But they obviously done a good job every other year of hiding shit because I don't ever, even with the bike and the computer, I didn't technically find them. I was hiding in the vicinity of these <laughs> things, but didn't nearby. technically hide. Yeah, I think my mum probably could have hid her shit in my bedroom <laughs> and I wouldn't have fucking found it. Like, this I'll, idiot takes you as a lumpy pillow. All she'd have to do is put it under some fucking dirty clothes and tell me that I have to clean up the clothes <laughs> and I would have just avoid it, like, you know, sort of way. But no, I mean, generally speaking, I have to say Christmas... I love Christmas even now. I love it even more now that I have kids that are of an age that appreciate shit and are with Santi and all the sort of crack. And, um, I always had, I have very fond memories of Christmas as a child and all. So I have to say, I don't know why the suicide rates are so high. But, uh, Nut up and shut up, you pack of fucking faggots. Yes. <laughs> as Eddie Murphy would say. Yeah, as Eddie Murphy would say, yeah. You don't need to give that disclaimer, they know. I mean, if you don't know, fuck off. You shouldn't be listening. Yeah. Um, uh, no, Christmas is always a good time for me. I like it. I do. There's a I do as we sit in a barren <laughs> room with a only only a, I asked for that, didn't I? Only a fuck Oh, it's the long one again, is fucking Homer Claus and I'd uh when I was a kid. You might want to wait till that well, shit till fucking stops. finishes. <laughs> what if you press it again, will I stop him? No. <laughs> I just turn on the next one. No, he's done. Go. No. When I was a kid, everybody in my family thinks I waited up to see Sandy one year. But I didn't. It was like when you're trying to... Oh, wait, wait. I'm with you. Okay. I, I you tired. knew 
They didn't. No, the, I I didn't know that Santi didn't exist. Okay. But I didn't wait up to see, could I see him? What did you do? I just couldn't sleep. <laughs> it's like uh, when you're you're getting an early flight, you have trouble sleeping, you're afraid you're not going to wake up. Oh, right. I was just excited and couldn't sleep. <laughs> and everybody thinks that I tried to stay awake. Oh, yeah, I always I remember my one... <clears throat> the one most vivid memory of Christmas Eve for me, there was always the excitement. I mean, you can remember that. There always been excitement. I remember my mum having to bring us up like the, a special drink, which in hindsight you think back... Whiskey. It was, it was warm. No, it was warm milk with sugar in it. What did she think she was going to do to us with warm milk and sugar? <laughs> but anyway, it did. It worked. The whiskey I mean, would have been better. The mind power of a kid, like I guess it did, it knock you out. But I do remember one year being old enough that I chose to go up to bed myself but young enough that I still believed in Santi. But anyway, I probably went you to bed at like... 17. <laughs> yeah. I think... I, I, and again, I, I keep getting... I don't know if it's deja vu if my brain is fried, but I keep feeling like I've told these stories before, but this is our first Christmas pod, so... But uh, I went to bed, and it must have been like five o'clock or something like that. It was ridiculous. All I knew was that it was dark out, and I went to bed, but I remember... Pick <laughs> it up now. Yeah, I remember, like, yeah. Half I had eight hours sleep, and people were still awake. But uh, no, I remember... Um, looking out the window, you know, kind of watching this guy, so to speak, you know, pre-X-Files, but seeing this girl from down the road who was younger than me walking home from the shops and just kind of, to myself, being kind of like, does she not know? Like, Santi's coming. Go home to bed. You You ruined it. Yeah, I think she was on the way home from school. (laughs) That's sort of way, but it was, it was crazy early. I just remember going up and, why did my mother let me go up and down? Because there was never a hope. you were annoying her. quite possibly. (laughs) But there wasn't hope in fucking hell of me falling asleep it was that early if we were out of our hour for 40 minutes pretty much that no but i do i recall <laughs> staying up there in bed i i, I wasn't <laughs> giving up on that i, I fucking nutted up and i, I got myself to sleep that year yeah, yeah no, i have to yeah <laughs> honest to god yeah lying there oh it's red rolling like, fucking <laughs> just rocking myself back and forth going, must go sleep must go sleep but yeah no it's one of them things where you know, like I say, it was just Christmas night. There was nothing like it, you know. There really wasn't. And it was just, you'd give anything, that, you know, I would anyway. I'd give anybody to go back to that. Yeah. Even even if you could just revert back, just just one time, revert back to just that excitement and getting yeah, up and coming down. Tom Hanks on. Reverse oh. big. <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, but he was aware that he was a kid. He still knew he was a kid. I don't want to be running around in an eight-year-old's body, like still self-aware of a, the, the mind of a thirty-five-year-old trapped in an eight-year-old's body. Gonna coming down the Christmas going on, opening a can of beer. Going, All right, it was a story. Oh, see, Santa was here. Wink, wink. <laughs> but uh, no, but just just to be able to go back and like you know, just kind of fucking just feel that because I mean, I don't think. I have to say it's probably the last bit of magic isn't it you know when Santi mm. goes it's the last yes. bit of mystery and bit of magic that that's that's it gone you know that's way. I think that's mm. the end of it there's no there's no real wonder left in the world there's some things that'll make you go ooh and you look at shit and you can go wow look at that and all but you know th- there's no real wonder that's the last of the real true magic it is and it's a, it's a damn fucking shame I'd love to be 35 and still believing in Santi. <laughs> but, uh, what's called? Yeah, no, but I have to say it is. It's great because. It, you the, know, who's in charge of buying the presents then? Do you still believe in Santi? Louise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she doesn't get Christmas again. I only <laughs> want the. <laughs> fucking bah humbug. You know, Scrooge in my way through Christmas here. <laughs> no, it is. I just think. 
you know, there's certain situations like that where if you could go back, there's certain situations where I'd love to go back with the mindset of an adult to, like, like say, shit in school, like, you know, secondary school where teachers spoke to you a certain way or something or acted a certain way and where now with the mindset of an adult, you could turn around and you could just challenge them over it. Yeah, or as we're famous for on the podcast, end up in bed with one of your teachers. Yeah, or end up in bed with one of them. No, yeah, Mr. Morphy, me too. Yeah. He was always a nice bloke. But uh, no, either that or be like the dude from Fingless, like and your teacher's off claiming compo for <laughs> being all the straw because you flashed your dick. But um, no, it would have yeah, been nice if uh, to go back. Hell yeah, miss. Uh, I have a plan. Yeah. Here's the crack, right? I got 50 50 with you on this combo, right? You know, I mean, plenty of witnesses here. I'm going to whip out the dick. You're going to say you're distraught, yeah. and I'll be. It's easy money, easy money, yeah. honest to God. Uh, aren't you eight? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm 35, honestly. Don't worry about it. You know, should, I, should I maybe fast forward a few years, come back when I'm legal? <laughs> no. Anyway, we're, uh, we're way over the odds here, rambling it's about happy Christmas. Happy Christmas special time. Bonus. Yeah, this ain't no Christmas special. You know, any any fool can put out a Christmas special, as you said. We're waiting for our anniversary special, New Year's spe- slash New Year's podcast. But when the soaps are on on Christmas Day and you want to be alone somewhere else, yes, you can listen to this. Yeah, if you don't want to watch fucking who, Ken uh, Barlow, yeah, I was going. I don't know any names. I'm just about to try and pull a name out. I was going to say Alf, yeah. but that's neighbours. Like, but yeah, if you don't want to watch fucking somebody committing suicide or losing a baby or eating a baby or yeah. taking over the Queen Vic for the hundredth time or burning down a house, feel free to plug in your brand new iPhone six that's bent in your pocket. Are you? If you you know if you're a child, that's probably an iPad. Yeah. That's just finished upgrading after seven hours. <laughs> yeah, you've just finished a seven-hour upgrade. You just realize that there's such a thing called a podcast. And get you wrap your ears around this. Although you already have. So thanks for wrapping your yes. ears around this. Okay, we leave it there. And let's just get back to uh, Indiana Jones and the, possibly the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Argo. RTE's film on Christmas Day is Argo. Argo. Jeez, it's not very Christmassy, is it? It's a fairly tense fucking movie. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Nah, uh, was there was something I did see listed. In the RTE guide, I can't remember what it was, and I said, "Oh yeah, I'll have a bit of that." But I know I'll now. I never get to sit down and watch the films when they're on. No. I always just end up flicking through my hard drive. But there, there is something about watching a film on. A, hey, here we go, diving back into the podcast. You're not going anywhere, people. You stay right You're there and digest. The you digest that fucking turkey, um, and then make a sambo. Uh, yeah, get yourself a turkey sambo. Come back. Um, now there is something about you know, and I go, starting to sound really fucking old. Um, Kids nowadays, they will never know or understand. Yeah, they have to be there at a certain time. Yeah, the the <laughs> Jesus, these turkey farts. I hope the mic ain't picking this shit up. Um, I'm no, out with Homer. The uh, the the fucking the, the excitement of sitting down with an RTE guide and saying, oh, sorry, I'll watch this at this time. That'll <laughs> be over then. This, <laughs> you know, watch yeah. this film and be over. Yeah, but the fact this that because you know, you've got obviously you've got. You know, when we were kids, okay, you had VHS, which were expensive, and people didn't really own videos. You rented videos yeah. to watch. You didn't really own them. Now you have DVD. There is cheapest chips. You have downloading. You have streaming. You have Netflix. You have Sky. You have Sky Go on any device you just bought. Like, you know, but years ago like that, you know, the, the thing of a kid sitting down and watching whatever movie was on, because you hadn't readily seen it. You probably hadn't seen any of these films, or mm. you hadn't seen them in at least 12 months Yeah, since they were on before. Like, And there was usually the staples would have been like uh, one of the Indiana Joneses, Star Wars. There was always a 
James Bond film. Yes. Um, and then like that, possibly something long-winded like fucking Gone with the Wind or uh, Great Escape or what was the Jesus one, the Moses even. I think it's actually the Ten Commandments. Yeah, very possible. <laughs> or Jesus Christ Superstar. I was going to say 12. <laughs> but, uh, um, or Two Commandments if you're George Carlin. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, but that's the thing. Like, There was something about sitting down to a movie. And even now, this is the weird thing. This is what got me onto this train of thought. Even now, I have a hard drive full of movies. But there's just something about watching a film on telly, as in that's on right now. Now, I know you can argue, okay, yeah, you can pause it with Sky and all, but the fact that it's on, you want to take a piss, you wait for the ads. You yes. want to grab an extra drink or a packet of crisps, you tore out of the room and the ads are on, you grit up all your shit, you got back in before the film started back and all again. That's just something that, again, it's part of, you know, I know all these advancements are, are good things because it's nice to be able to kind of download movies and watch what we want, when we want and all. Yes, but, but then... You're Back missing the that, the buzz of that. like, yeah, Or haggling with your siblings that their thing overlaps with yours and you say, yeah, you watch this, what, yeah. but the next day, my thing is on at the same time as your thing, yeah, so, so I want to watch it. that. Yeah, I know. That's what we used to do because my dad used to bring home highlighter markers from work <laughs> and we'd like each have our own colour and you'd like, you know, you go page for page like highlighting <laughs> shit. But um, speaking of movies at Christmas, what's this wrestling Santi thing as well that we almost forgot to talk about? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mick Foley's Christmas Mad and Santa Mad so it's, it's him and four of the guys and the four of the guys that's their life one of them has changed his name to Santa Claus really? Um, Legit, yeah. like Dave on his Paul. driving license wow is, is he crazy or is oh, they're all a touch crazy they're all uh, I'm not touching the thing so are these you see because the one I wanted to watch was these were very much department store Santis they get yeah, that, that, that's what are these guys crazy or are they department store Santis they're department store Santas but they keep up the the appearance pretty Shred much all year, all round. year round and some of them saying hello to kids in the parking lots of things 200 days before Christmas right. are they the, dressing like Santi all year round they have Christmas based clothes on but they're not dressed in the the Santi gear so it's pretty much Tim Allen in the Santi clothes never seen it don't watch Christmas films Unless it's Lethal Weapon. <laughs> You're a fucking grinchy old cunt. Lethal Weapon is Christmas. Um, Tim Allen fucking knocks Santy off his roof or something and kills him. Puts on the coat and whoever puts on the coat then becomes Santy. So he starts to transform. He puts on a shitload of weight no matter what he's doing. He's shaved that morning but his beard grows back. Yeah, these all look like But Santy basically would. when he's walking around like that during the year as you see him like that. He's in a red jumper and hat or like a green sweater with like, you know, reindeer yeah. or something like that. That's these dudes. Yeah. Even the the guy who goes to the the gay bear convention, he's there with his... Gay bear? Yeah. A bear in the gay world is a big hairy guy. Oh, okay. He's a large dude dressed like Santi with all these assless <laughs> chaps. I was going to say, fucking... Yeah, it's not Yogi. <laughs> no, but because did you hear that story in the news at the minute? It's the fucking, I don't know, Benny the Bull or some shit like that. Oh, Benji. Benji, but uh, a gay bull yes. that animal rights <laughs> activists have fucking sent over to some, paid for to send over to some pet yeah, rescue the, the Simpsons make... dude paid for it. Who did? The Simpsons dude, the one who has cancer. Oh, the no. One of the... When you the say produce... Simpsons, you're talking Homer Simpson? Yeah, well... No, don't press it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it didn't work. No. Okay. Uh, uh, one of the 
Not Mac Rainey. Well, Sam Simon. Oh, that name doesn't ring a bell. His name appears on the thing. In the Halloween, there's Mac Raining, Sam Simon. They all changed their names to something else. He's one okay. of the exec producers. And why he paid for this gay bull. Yeah. No, but it's ridiculous. How the fuck can they say the bull is gay? Just because the bull doesn't want to mate mm. with cows, yeah. I presume. There's no female yeah. bulls. Oh, some good-looking cows. These cows are hideous cows. Yeah, it's like... It's, but anyway, back to a bear being a... It's a large, hairy gay man. Right. That's bizarre. It is. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's a convention. And he turns up, basically, Santa Claus, head... And hair on him. He's gay. Yes. Okay. That was very weird. If he's yeah, not. No, no. But, but you're talking about a dude who's pretending to be Santa all yeah. year round, and is this the dude who's changed his name to Santa Claus? No. Okay. One of the other guys. Yeah, so he's he's clearly the same yeah. one. But they they picked they clearly picked the weirdest guys. They have the. Oh the, yeah. Well, they wouldn't make a documentary yeah. as interesting and if uh, it was just a guy who kind of goes, "Yeah, this pay as well. I'm one of like I think there's like they reckon there's something ridiculous like twenty thousand. Yeah. There's a, there's a. A couple of organizations of yeah. Santi, Santi dudes, mm. and the president of the one of them was a a swinger, okay. and uh, all the other Santis were given out because they found out about it. They said we can't have the head of the Santi thing riding other people's wives. Why not? It's consensual. Yeah, no, but uh, look, Adam the Santi, bear Miss, Miss, Santi. Mrs. Claus, <laughs> <Yeah. We're not laughs> getting traded. Anyway, back to the bear Santi and. Was this going somewhere? Or was he just a big gay Santa? No, that, that's he was. Okay, and th- this is their job. They all look look like Santa for but, the year. All right, then. and then go and sit and work in places. Yeah. Then, so do these people hold down normal jobs? They didn't seem to. Right, well, Mick yeah. Foley did. It's strange. Yeah, well, I I could probably understand them keeping the beard. Because if you want to have any sort of a decent bit of fucking yeah, you need to be beard. growing it from at least June. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Depending on your growth, like I mean, me, the growth of a twelve-year-old yeah. girl. You need to start growing about ten years ago. Yeah, I would have had to start exactly when I stopped believing in Santa. I should have started <laughs> growing a beard. But no, but I mean, anybody with any sort of a really decent growth, yeah, six months should be loads mm. for you to have, you know, a decent fucking beard, like you know that sort of way. But the hair and all, and then the dressing, like uh, yeah. I don't. With the hair, you can. You can put a wig on. Yeah, you've, no, but even the hat, like a big fucking Santa hat, you won't even see the better part of your hair. Yeah. And no, I mean, I could nearly understand them doing it because apparently there is serious fucking money in it. Like One of the lads was saying it was 10 grand for the, the season. Yeah, I mean, that's nice money. But he also lived in a trailer park, so that's probably awesome for him. No, but still, but 10 grand is fucking 10 grand yeah. for what is a month's work, maybe six weeks' work. Mm, possibly. It's fucking nice. I believe they're starting to do it here as well. It's something that, um, again, I've seen, again, it's a very American thing and it comes over here. But like that now, there's like Santis for hire for like home visits and shit like that. All right. So, again, it'd be fucking, you'd love to know what they're getting paid like, you know, that sort of way because you, when you think about it, even, let's even say a guy wants a hundred quid to call to your house for two hours. And you say, well, okay, I mean, you go up to, say, the Blanchardstown Shopping Centre. I think it's 12 or 14 euros just for the basic go in, little present off Santa, you get back out. But, you know, so l- l- let's just even, let's even call it, you know, fucking a tenner. Let's just, you know, for really simple maths. And you have three kids. Well, there's 30 quid. Mm. Now, your sister has two kids and your brother has two kids. You know, so so all of a sudden you're up to fucking seventy quid to just walk into this 
couldn't give a shit back out in 10 minutes Santi but if you all pull in together for an extra couple of euros each you can have fucking Santi there in your house with the kids for fucking two hours or something like that you know that sort of way I mean and it's easy I mean a hundred quid for two hours work yeah I'd fucking maybe in ten years time when I have a beard I can can do it (laughs) (coughs) right so wanna leave it there no I'll tell you the wrestlers who are in the film as well, oh, there's wrestlers in the film. Well, obviously, yeah, I know you said it was Mick Foley yeah. that made it, but did he, he make he, it or narrate it? Or he was a producer, but he was also in it because he's loves Christmas. Okay, he was a Sandy for a while. Was he? He was. Maybe it was just for the film, but okay. His uh, film featured Tommy Dreamer, right? The, the least Christmassy. ECW talking about Foley, not. Christmas, okay, and his love of Christmas and uh, the meanie. So, was this not a documentary about four guys that are the Santi? Yes, and McFoley. Okay, I right. I'm, I'm with you now. I, I'm gonna picture McFoley fucking just like presenting these guys no. to you. Okay, right, right. Uh, the meanie, the blue meanie, yes. was that his name? Yeah. Yes. Isn't but he like mates with Hogan or something? Or I don't know. Who's the, dude, Foley. who's the dude that's Cheesecake No there was one of the dudes Used to be on that Hogan show with him I didn't Hogan never watch best. that I wouldn't watch that But I lower myself to watch that sort of crap Yeah Give me some yeah. good wrestling Yeah right Yeah yeah And uh, who else uh, I can't remember So Tommy Dreamer The Blue Meanie The Blue Meanie But the The Meanie was saying that He's in, riding in a car with Foley and Mick asks him to put on this tape, and the media thinks this nutbag who jumps off the tops of cages is going to have something weird on, put some Christmas tape on in the middle of this summer. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. yeah. You see, that's the thing with Christmas music, Christmas films, generally but anything to do with Christmas. There was a thing of the documentary, it was these weird Christmas orientated dudes all year round yeah everything was christmas yeah but that's what i'm saying to me and i like i say i've already said it, i love christmas and i love everything you got to do with that and i love putting up the decorations good and early and all but looking Joe. at christmas shit outside of christmas it's i don't know it's just weird and it is doesn't feel right like i mean that's why your house in october looks weird (laughs) a film that would interest me to sit down and watch like i watched surviving christmas there about a week or so ago and it's hilarious i find it really funny but i couldn't watch it in june i wouldn't find it funny like i just couldn't sit down to watch it i don't know there's something about watching a film set in winter and it's funny and you know and it's all about christmas and shit watch films whenever you want nah fuck that well, anything else? Uh, there was a large fat man in a red suit in my gaff earlier. There was? There was. He got stuck in the chimney. He owes me a new wall. I blocked that up years ago. <laughs> yeah, actually, you've no fireplace. <laughs> was it there, was it? It's a hollow, oh yeah. There you go. Proof that that knocking noise wasn't <laughs> James's head. It was his old fireplace that's now boarded up. And here's me with no fireplace, and I made with a, fa- a false fireplace for the kids for the sake of them. With feet sticking out. Yeah. <clears throat> so the two was fireplaceless. That's how Christmassy we are. Um, that fucking that's that's gonna be broke by the end of the night, you know. That? It's half broke. Um, oh, yeah, strokey over there. Yeah, stroke Homer. <laughs> right. So well, I leave it there. You. Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's a good and Christmassy. Mer- uh, when is the next pod gonna be out? Then this it's actually gonna First be New of Year's. Well, 
this is Christmas Day. This goes out the first of January. So New Year's Day, yes. yes. So the next one shall be New Year's Day. It will be a whole new year, a new start. We want to hear all your resolutions and whatnot, and how you've already broken them. People's resolutions, not to listen to crappy podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. Anybody's <laughs> planning on a resolution being not to listen to shitty podcasts and get out yeah. and do more and yeah. socialize. Bad idea. Give, just give, just give, give up before you start. Give up the Joe Rogan one. Don't give up us. Yeah, you don't want to be listening to that shit. Okay, right then. For me, Derek, it's Merry Christmas and goodbye. And for me, James, it's Happy Christmas and goodbye. You could have followed up a Happy New Year. Jesus. Happy New Year. <laughs> That's the end of that. Jog on.